And how you doing? Welcome to this edition of Motorcycle Madhouse Radio. Everything is going good here, except that uh, the Green Bay Packers lost her ass last night. Oh, man, was that a bad one. They didn't deserve to win after playing the way they did. What did happen with Aaron Rodgers? Are you kidding me, man? You played like crap. My God, I'm so disappointed. So disappointed in Green Bay. (laughs) But, hey. Go Chiefs. Let's get the Chiefs out there in the Super Bowl. At least this is going to be a Super Bowl without the, you know, New England Patriots in there. But anyway, today we go over to Australia. We were actually there yesterday. Man, did I piss on some Wheaties with that video yesterday. I guess people don't like both sides of the story, how people are feeling. Yesterday's video, if you didn't see it, and session on Motorcycle Madhouse had to do with the question, are the Hells Angels a motorcycle gang? I presented both sides of the argument, and boy, the damn supporters come out of freaking swinging on me. <laughs> Again, we present both sides of the article to get the debate going, and we were talking about how the culture in Australia and Canada is different than here in the United States. And come on, let's be real. Some of the stuff going on in Australia, and I've even heard back from a lot of Australia listeners, subscribers, that said, hey, yeah, it's pretty crazy over here. That's pretty crazy up in Canada. But I guess a lot of the know-it-alls out there don't know how to actually listen to what's being presented. They just see a title of the segment, and they're like, oh my god, oh my god. They probably watch one minute of the damn thing. But uh, they're so-called experts. I had a guy who who said, I've been on the ground forever. Well, if you've been on the ground forever, dude, you wouldn't know the difference between club activities and gangster activities. I'm just saying. Just saying, man. Really. So it, it was really funny to see the reaction from the people out there. And everybody knows that I'm for club rights and all that stuff. But I do news. I present both sides of the story. Yeah, I have a personal opinion on some stuff. Yeah, I agree on some stuff clubs do. I disagree on other things clubs do. But that is given the audience that we have as a whole a voice both sides of the freaking aisle come out on our show and it don't matter what the subject is we're going to discuss it we're going to debate it and you guys get your voice in the comment section or you know the plenty of voicemails i got about that one (laughs) it's like really guys (laughs) anyway we got a lot going on in the news we're actually going to go back to australia where on CCTV camera, they caught a drive-by shooting on the Outlaw Motorcycle Clubhouse. Now, whoever's driving by, what uh, drive-by shooting, what does that, what's the first thing that comes to mind when you hear something like that? You tell me. And then we have, uh, we're going down the Aberdeen uh Texas, I guess something happened with a Banditos member down there. There was a quick press release on that. So let's get into the news here on Motorcycle Madhouse. 
don't forget, we got another channel I'm going to be talking about, too, as well. Okay, right now, out of The Age by Rachel, Eddie, and Michael Fowler. If you're over on Motorcycle Madhouse Radio, all you have to do is go over to our YouTube channel at Insane Throttle Biker News, and you'll be able to see this video I'm about to talk about. Anyway, a drive-by shooting at a bikey clubhouse has been caught on CCTV footage with an unmarked police car also shot at moments later. Police say it was only luck that police officers and other people in the area of the public escaped unscathed from the extremely concerning incident at the Outlaw Motorcycle Clubhouse in Karam Downs. Outer Southeast Burn. Oh, Melbourne, huh? Man, I'm just looking at this trying to read the thing. On September 27 last year. So this happened in September last year, but they're just putting out the fo uh, footage right now. Police have released CCTV in a public appeal for information months after what's believed to be a targeted attack. Now, I'm going to start in this right here. And there's the car on your right coming. As you just see, it slows down a little bit. Then, boom, that sucker just starts flying right there. And that is at the 1946 mark, so around 746. Uh, and uh, nobody was out there. Let's uh, fast forward this a little bit. Uh, that car you just seen drive by again, and now there's guys coming out running, uh, seeing what's going on. So nobody was outside when it popped off. Uh, there you go. You got the guys running back and forth. You're seeing if uh, anything, you know, they can find anything. So uh, I guess moments later after that, police say shots were fired at the group of uh, people outside the tight and dry property from a dark colored SUV that drove past around 745. Two detectives, senior constables from the anti-gang uh, division were driving an unmarked police car, heard the shots, and drove around the area. When they drove past the clubhouse, police say multiple shots were fired at the unmarked car, but missed. The officers were also uninjured. So basically, they thought that was the car coming back for another one and put some bullets in that sucker. Anyway, uh, Detective uh, Senior Sergeant and Tim Hayward from the Armed Crime Squad would not say whether the initial shooting appeared to be from a rival gang. He said outlaw members were not cooperating with police, hell yeah, and refused to elaborate on whether there was any particular tension between the Bikey gang and other organized crime groups at the time. For those that do not know what bikey means, that's basically an outlaw biker here in the States. They just use it a different over there. Quote, any firearms incident is extremely serious. <laughs> you should come over to the south side or west side of Chicago on the weekend. Crap, every day. Then tell us what's serious. And it's only luck that a number of people weren't injured or killed as a result of the firearm incidences. <laughs> people, P-E-P-L-E, -E, they spelled it. And you guys get after me on I spell some of my op-eds. Uh, the detective uh, said, so we're obviously trying to solve them, even though we're having a number of uh, people. 
people who are uncooperative. Why would they be cooperative, man? You're sitting there freaking bashing on them all the time, you know, your strike force raptor. So uh, they attained a CCTV footage that appears to show someone point a firearm at the police car and discharge several shots. Police believe the dark-colored SUV used in the drive-by shooting was burnt out a day later. They know what they're doing over there, man. Get rid of the evidence. You know, it's too bad here in the United States. You know, it's like them idiots down in Florida when they tried to pull that Jax Teller after doing that thing in Florida. Those 69ers doing it right on camera. Have the bikes with them. The whole nine yards, at least over in Australia, they're a little smart. They burn out the car. An Audi, uh... Q7 SUV and Audi, man. I, I don't know, man. I don't like them Audis. Uh, those SUVs, man. Give me a Chevy. Was set a light on September 28th in a laneway off of uh, Hallam Valley Road. M uh, moments earlier, the SUV and a silver VW uh, Golf were captured on CCTV cameras driving down the street in a convoy. The VW Golf was then seen driving away, and the police believed the offenders left in that car. The SUV was stolen from a residential street in the western suburbs earlier that month, but it is unclear who stole or had access to the car. There's a lot of going on in Australia right now. There was just a funeral for uh, a real popular bandito president out in Australia who was gunned down on a rural property. That story you can actually see on HarleyLiberty.com. Uh, the armed crime squad released CCTV of the shootings and an image of uh, the VW Golf on Monday in an appeal for information of the public. And that's on your right hand of the screen. Police hope members of the public may know where the silver VW Golf is now or can help identify the drivers. Yeah, that thing's burnt out to a crisp too, man. Uh, the, the, the sergeant hinted the unmarked police officer car was already in the area because of the outlaw's clubhouse. Yeah, you know, that's one thing that I always tell everybody over here in the States, man. If you go to the party, they're going to know who you are because they're always circling, man. They actually get out of their cars, write your license plates down the whole nine yards. So be prepared for something like that. And they said uh, no further incidences have occurred in the area since the shooting. But again, that was your drive-by shooting right there caught on camera and that's the thing man i don't understand people anymore they know there's all these cameras around they don't do any intel they don't do any freaking uh recon of the area they just go and do it and then people wonder why they're getting caught up on uh stuff like that but let's go to abilene uh I guess this had to happen last night. This is by the KTX uh, staff. Abilene police investigate overnight shooting at a nightclub involving the motorcycle gang. Uh, it, and it was Banditos of Texas. They're investigating uh, a police source told KTXS. It's always a source. Do you always get that one, man? At least they tell you it's a police source in this story because, man, uh, the, uh, an unnamed source. That's the way the news media is nowadays. Uh, we're dispatched to shots fired call at about 2.10 a.m. at the former La N uh, Nuvia Luna, which is located at South 2nd and Sycamore Streets. 
members of the Banditos motorcycle gang were having a watch party for the UFC fight between Conor McGregor and Donald Cerrone. Man, 40 seconds, dude. You didn't even have time to go take a piss and that fight was over, man. Conor just took it to him, man. What a fight. Like I said, if you wanted to go up, take a piss, you were done. Uh, the source said an unknown uh, person shot a bandito in the leg. The victim was taken to Hendrick Medical Center where he was treated and released. Okay, so that's great. He didn't get, uh, you know, he just got that flesh room and nothing uh, worse than that. That's good news right there. Uh, police said the victim is not cooperating with the investigation and did not wish to prosecute. That's hardcore right there. That's the way it's supposed to be done. Supposed to be done that way right there. Chief Stand uh, Stanridge said officers found uh, shell casings outside the club. There was a fight that preceded the shooting, according to Stardridge. Witnesses said the fight involved as many as 30 people, so it has to be because uh, of that. Uh, Standridge said the incident has also been referred to TABC for consideration of administrative sanctions, meaning they're going to go after the company. And you know what? I hate when they do that. It's not the owner's fault. Come on. Let's see here. There is an editor's note right now. While the club is being renovated, the watch party was hosted at that location. Yeah, so they're going after them for that. Anyway, we got some awesome news. And right here is BikerLifestyleMagazine.com. Our newest magazine has everything to do with uh, motorcycles, motorcycle tech tips, as you see, the editorials on motorcycle clubs, uh, your daily biker news, of course, over at Insane Throttle, Biker News at HarleyLiberty.com. But anyway, two Americans just made history at the Decor Rally. Casey Curie and Ricky Bradbeck won in the motorcycle category. This is one of the hardest races in the world off-roading. And two Americans just took it. And it goes on to say, and this is by David Wharton, for more than 40 years, off-road racers from around the world have thrown themselves at the Decor Rally, considered by many the most grueling challenge in all motorcycles or motorsports. Did I say two Americans just won this in the motorcycle category? I'm just saying it again. They have driven cars, trucks, motorcycles, and dune buggies through the rugged wilderness, navigating by map and compass, fashioning quick repairs on the fly. Never has an American finished first. Until now. Two uh, Southern Californias made the history in Saudi Arabia. That's where the race is, if those who don't know the off-road circuit. Uh, it's uh, Two Americans on top, Curie said. I'm blown away, man. The victory required. Listen to this. 12 days of negotiating a 4,881-mile course that began at the Red Sea and looped eastward towards the Persian Gulf. Of the 342 vehicles that started in the port city of Jeddah, only 234 reached the finish line. <laughs> oh, man. You know, I'm just happy, man. No, the Americans had never won this thing, and we got two of them that did. At the end, we put the pieces to the puzzle together. 
Uh, we had to be smart and focused every day. In rally raids, competitors leave the starting line at staggered times, making their way through daily stages that cover hundreds of miles of unmarked territory. There are no road signs, and get this, no GPS, and only sporadic checkpoints. Whew! Anyone who gets lost must waste precious time circling back. The cost of pushing too hard can be far worse. The Dakar has a long history of fatal crashes and spectators struck along the course uh, this year. And I don't know if you uh, heard about this one, but if you guys are into this kind of circuit, you know, I'm into this. I'm in the off-road. I'm in the hill climbs and I'm in the flat track. I'm a lot into the sports and motorcycling. So you would know this if you're in it. A Portuguese uh, motorcyclist was killed during that. And wow, what a freaking feeling. The Americans uh, won that thing. Quick point before I go uh, the closing remarks. Don't forget to go over to our Facebook page, Insane Throttle, and get over there. And you'll see all kinds of good stuff. You, of course, this story. Then you get a lot of good bikes and a lot of good-looking women over there. So don't forget to go over there and also over to Biker Lifestyle Magazine. And you'll get all kinds of good stuff man let me give you guys a look at this right here this is all motorcycles it has nothing to do with clubs it's tech tips the whole nine yards so make sure you get over there check it out for me you guys are great uh let's get back to some i, I you know what it's just something else you know two americans winning that race look up that rally if you guys don't know what i'm talking about how it works the whole nine yards but Let's get back to yesterday's video because that kind of bugged the crap out of me talking outside my mouth. I don't do that. What I do is I put both sides of the arguments out there and let you get the guys decide. That's what a debate's called. See, I'm not one of them guys that are going to carry the freaking water for everybody. It's not that way. If we're discussing a subject, we got to put both sides out there and if you don't like both sides then they're you know that's on you you know you might as well go watch uh cnn msnbc or fox news you know it has to do with whatever your leaning is but that ain't insane man we got to do it right down the middle i believe that's the way people like their news i believe that way they get more informed and they can make their own decisions instead of me sitting up here trying to push you know this one ideal over the next and trying to steer people that's nothing but propaganda and that's not what i'm ever going to be but uh, yeah i do support motorcycle clubs and motorcycle club rights but that doesn't mean you carry the water for them all the time i believe hey if you're doing gangster stuff then what do you expect people to call you man especially when it comes to the motorcycle club rights how are you going to expect people to back you up when they see this kind of stuff or they're having a problem with this or a problem with that it's all common sense it really is you can't expect people to back a cause even though it's the best cause and it even has to do with their freedoms as well when they see that kind of stuff you know the citizens are the ones who make the laws of this country, in the United States anyway. 
You know, I don't know how it works in Australia. I don't even know if they got a bill of rights out there because, man, of them laws freaking draconian out there. Or Canada or Europe. You know, Dibber just did an awesome video out of England. He's out of the UK, and he talks about how Motorcycle Club protocol is way different over there than it is here in the United States. So there's different cultures and there's different ways of looking at things when you talk on a worldwide scale and when i did that video it was about australia and canada now their culture is different than the united states so i'm talking uh as an american looking all over there and if i see that kind of stuff and i'm thinking man that's a gangster right there and then you know it's a club it's a club come on start being damn real with people man be real to yourself there you know what go look at some of the news coming out out of australia just go over there and see what it says do you know in australia they're considered like the outfit that they are chicago new york that's what they're considered over there that's the one who runs everything don't believe me go do the research for yourself and then you'll find out what i'm talking about but the cultures are all different and that's the way the world works man i'm sorry to tell you that but don't forget to go visit over at motorcyclemadhouse.com you'll get a daily almost daily anyway podcast over there addressing the issues that we do not do on youtube also go over there and check out uh, bikerlifestylemagazine.com harleyliberty.com and the rest of our platforms i actually do a lot of five minute videos over on our instagram so go over to instagram tv with that i'll talk to you guys later you guys be good leave your comments